You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. dedicated to helping couples, dating, engaged, and married couples to build their marriages and relationships on the rock that is Jesus Christ. I am Father Brito Berkmans. I'm here with my co-host, Sandra Labuvi. Hi, Sandy. How are you? Hello, Father Brito. I am wonderful. I am wonderful soaking up the gorgeous colors of this time of year. Oh. Isn't it beautiful? How are you doing, Father Brito? I'm doing great. Actually, I had to tell you, you know, my family just left a few weeks, couple of weeks ago, and they were just watching the colors change. They never see anything like this in India. Mm. And I was just looking at the trees, even in this neighborhood. They are glowing, you know, the flaming red. Some of those trees are glorious. It's Sometimes something I, special. It sure is. I really sense God's, um, as you would say, love letters, right? His messages to us. Um, when I look at some of the beauty that exists around us, like the changing of the leaves during the fall or the beautiful sunrises and sunsets that come every day, it's just like God is whispering, I love you. You know, whenever I see these beautiful sights, what wonderful reminders of. Yeah, exactly. I know that you love the sunrises and sunsets, especially sunsets. I, you know how many pictures you have taken. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but unfortunately, I think all of us are so busy. Yeah. Sometimes I don't think we take note of it. You know, especially in this country, I think we are so blessed with such beautiful nature. Mm. In many other parts of the world, there is so much development that nature has been pushed, you know, to the furthest boundaries. Whereas right. here you have, my brothers, my family was so impressed by the amount of green, the trees everywhere. We take right. all that for granted. Oh, right. I've been really reinvigorating my um, desire to get my 10,000 steps in a day, as you know. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, as busy as, as life is, as busy as work has become, um, it's so easy to say I don't have time for it. But when I force myself to make the time and go for that walk, it is so refreshing for my soul. And especially now, as soon as I walk out my front door, I see the brilliant red trees, you know, yes. right there lining the street. And I'm like, oh, thank you, God, for taking me away from everything else and giving me this time to just be in your presence and soak that in. I think he wants us to experience the goodness in those things. We have to allow ourselves to do that. Yep. You know, when you, when you do that, you're walking in God's cathedral. Oh, I like that. And, and uh, you know, I believe it is prayer. If Even if you don't say anything, just taking it all in and giving praise and thanks to God, that is prayer. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it was Dante who said, nature 
is the art of God. Mm. Nature is the art of God. You know, God paints beautiful colors on the skies, on the trees, on the plants, the flowers by the side of the highway. Uh, you cannot but admire all that. Yes. You know, by the way, last week I had the opportunity to go to Colorado. I mean, I've been in Colorado, actually, I think with you to visit your brother many years ago, but I didn't really get a chance to see the mountains. But this time we were living among the mountains, you know, in Beaver Creek. What a beautiful, beautiful, glorious, oh. glorious panorama. Anyway, so uh, getting into our show, last uh, time we had this wonderful couple. I'm sure, you know, you enjoyed meeting them. And of course, you know them. We were with the Dan and Trish Bueller. Um, so let's uh, just recap a little bit of their story. Um, sure. Yeah, so, sure. So, so as... um. Yes, we like to begin our show. You want me to go ahead, Father Fredo? I'm sorry. Yeah, please, okay. please. Yeah, yeah. Um, just a quick synopsis about this lovely couple. Um, boy, they just, their smiles were there throughout the entire show. Now that we have video, we can see that, right? Um, it was just beautiful to witness. The love between them is, is almost palpable. Um, but they had met when they were in high school and when they were around 17, 18 years old. He had gone to a Catholic all-boys academy, um, I believe Trish had gone to an all-girls Catholic high school, and the connection kind of became between her brothers who knew Dan before she had ever met them, um, and eventually they had met. Uh, they started to date, and as we know, their dating period was quite extensive. Um, they had both been abroad for college. They wanted to complete their college education before um, moving forward with marriage, uh, so as Trish said, marriage didn't enter into their minds until they completed college. Dan said, I knew I was going to marry her the minute I met her. So yeah. <laughs> kind of cute. But either way, they decided to wait. Um, and they got married after seven years of being together. With a, um, They had a very short six-month engagement. They really just wanted to have the time to get the planning done. Um, they just wanted to move forward because they were ready. And as we know now, they've been married for 35 years and have four children, uh, three sons and one daughter. So their life is, has been busy. Uh, not to say the, the least, they've been very busy, but they seem to have figured out a rhythm and a recipe that works very well from them, as was evidenced by the joy we witnessed when they were speaking about their um, marriage. So I guess the first thing that comes to mind, we have a lot of takeaways, but the first thing that comes to mind just in their own witness, um, but also in what they'd shared about their children and even their extended family, it seems like family life is extremely important to them and, oh. and crucial. Um, it, they were saying how close they all are. Um, proximally, Trish and Dan were the only ones who moved away, but that hasn't kept this bond, um, that hasn't hindered this bond that they have with their family. And what I, as a mother, found even um, just more beautiful was how close their children are and that their children stay, um, I think Trish referred to them as best friends, that they're best friends with each other at one point. And I thought, oh, Brian and Zach have a long way to go before we hit that oh, milestone. No, I, I won't totally agree with that. I think well, it's a tough Brian and Zach are pretty. Right, upper teens, I get it. But it's so nice when you see that the children also can't keep that connectivity because it's yeah. so important, as we'll talk about in their points later, how important it is to have trusted individuals that you can reach out to for help. And for them, luckily, they don't even have to look beyond their own family. Right. So, I mean, I have known Dan and Trish for over 20 years, 20, 22 years. 
And uh, I also had the fortune of meeting also the extended family. I've spent time over the summer in Minnesota with them. And I've seen how strong that family tie is. I know that to some extent, you know, most of us don't have control over, you know, the family that we come from. But it is a gift when you have that. Oh. Because I think the way you grow up, you know, shaped more than anything else by anything else except your family. You know, I look at my own brothers. You know, they even read the newspaper my father used to read. Say, so, I mean, parents don't realize how right. much influence. I don't think there is anything else that influences your children and the posterity more than you as parents. It's so so the, the importance of family, you know, and when we can keep our families together, I think... We will do so much good also for the society and also for the church. Right. And we cannot emphasize enough. I think especially in this country, there's so many people. I mean, as a priest, having lived here for almost 30 years, you know, how many people, you know, face so much problem and difficulty because of their family situation. If only we can overlook all our differences, whatever, put our differences aside, forgive each other, and always be together. No. Right, right. It sounds so utopian, Father Berto. I'll be honest. Um, I agree with you, but it's much more difficult sometimes to achieve, no matter how good-willed you may be. You are sometimes the victim of those circumstances that have been given to you. Um, but we can find a way to cope with that and deal with that um, in ways that don't have to destroy who we are as a person as a result I agree. of that. Um, I, I, and, and I think that Trish and Dan spoke to that when, uh, again, they talked about this need that sometimes they have to reach out to trustworthy individuals for help. Right. They were talking about, um, you know, sometimes they need to separate from each other. Maybe there's something difficult they need to get someone else's thinking on. And uh, they said it's so important to have people that you have total faith in to reach out to. So even those of us who may not have come from ideal families um, and, and those who have come from really broken families, um, there are often other instruments that God puts in our lives that we can reach out to and kind of develop that connection with, even if it's not based on a blood relationship. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yes, and I Christian do understand. Talk, yeah, they had talked about the importance of, of having that strong network to sustain your marriage in a healthy way. And I think back to other couples we've talked about too, uh, or we've interviewed, they have talked also about these small groups that they're a part of, and that's what's helped their marriage to stay firmly planted. So, um, yes, beautiful when it comes from our own family, but when we need to seek other networks, uh, it's important to do that as well, because we all need someone to hold us up at some oh, point, right? Absolutely. And I yeah. think that, that is a very important point. You know, sometimes I think, especially young couples nowadays, they think that my spouse has to be everything to me. Sometimes, sure. I'm not saying it's always, sometimes you need also a friend or a family member that you can reach out to, you know? Uh, and there may be times there are issues and you just cannot, you know, sometimes speak with your spouse or whatever, or you need to vent. You know, as a, as a priest, sometimes in the confessional, somebody will come and say, oh, I gossiped. I think sometimes don't, people don't make a difference between gossiping and venting. Very good point. Because it's all of us, I had to vent when I was pastor and I wouldn't vent in Park Ridge, but I will go 40 miles away and I'll vent somewhere else with some trusted friends or family. Right. Because I think especially for women, I believe it's even more important than for us men, because men keep it all inside. So mm -hmm. I think, uh, so that point that uh, Trish raised, I think it's a very, very important point that 
we we have some networks of support. Yes. No, but Sandy, the other point I wanted to say was that uh, yes, you know, sometimes we may be handed out uh, handed a, a bad hand, okay, with regard to family. But can we try to break that cycle? And maybe with our children, with going forward, can we build, you now make that a healthy thing? Right. You know, so that our children and our grandchildren will not be, you know, the bearers of whatever happened a couple of generations ago. You know, right. so to put as much effort and, and time into family life, that's what I'm right. trying to say. I totally agree. And as a parent, I can say, I... I think that is a continuum that never ends, no matter how well you tried. Sure, there are some parents that maybe don't make that effort, and to break that cycle looks very different. But then you have the parents that make the effort and just fall short. You know, they say, nobody, nobody wrote a book. Well, there's a lot of books on how to raise your children. I think there may be too many. There's so many opinions and whatnot, yeah. and despite our best intentions, we sometimes make mistakes. So I'd like to think that I learned from the mistakes of my parents when it came to raising my children. And I also like to think that they're going to learn from the mistakes I made when it comes to raising their children. And we can only hope that the mistakes we made um, didn't cause any irreversible damage, right? Well, yeah. But again, but yes. as in all things, you be sincere, yes. you do your best, and put everything else in the hands of God. That's all we can Amen. do. Amen. Amen. And on that note, I think we might need to take a break here, Father. I agree with you. I think we need to take a break. Don't touch the dial. We'll be back. Catholic Charities Refugee Resettlement Program has been especially busy this year, assisting individuals and families who have fled dangerous situations in their homeland, including Afghanistan and the Ukraine. The Refugee Resettlement Team helps with everything they need to start to rebuild their lives in a new country, including housing, employment, clothing, food, English classes, and referrals for legal and immigration services. The refugees are tremendously grateful for the compassion and practical help they're receiving, and they're giving back and helping each other plan for a brighter, safer future. Volunteer opportunities are currently available for those who would like to be family mentors and tutors so children and adults can practice English. To learn more about these rewarding opportunities, call 312-655-7096. That's 312-655-7096. This is year 44 for me teaching. When I started here, there were teachers here that had taught me when I was a student. Now I'm the old person. <laughs> right now, I teach junior high math. I love when kids find what I'm teaching to be fun and they get it. They see that light bulb go off and it's a thrill. People are always amazed, what, what? You're here for 44 years? It's hard for me to believe, frankly. <laughs> I love what I do. Every summer I think, oh, I miss the classroom. Even on the weekends, I think I can't wait to get back on Monday 
and teach those quadratic equations. <laughs> Shape the next generation of leaders. Teach. Apply today at artschicago.org slash schooljobs. Did you know that Catholic Charities accepts car donations? If you're ready to free up space in your garage and put a stop to all those expenses that go along with owning a car, we will gratefully accept your donation, whether the car is running or not. You choose a pickup time that is convenient for you, and we will make the donation as easy as possible, free of charge. You'll receive a charitable donation receipt as well. We accept all types of vehicles nationwide, and you will know that your donation is made to Catholic Charities, an agency you can trust. To learn more about donating your car, call 877-786-4483. That's 877-786-4483. Thank you. show dedicated to couples, dating couples, engaged and married couples, um, to hopefully help them learn how they can build their, their marriages, their relationships on the rock that is Jesus Christ. And we do so by the um, interviews that we have with our wonderful couples who agree to come on this show and share their personal experiences. So we are unpacking our interview from last month with Dan and Trish Bulow, and they sure had a lot of good things to share with us. Um, I'd like to now get to this point that I've seen it. I've seen it come up similarly in, in another interview with another couple in the past, and I know I struggle this uh, with this one with my own life personally. Um, I think it's really important to talk about this uh, this this idea that Trish raised about how they just didn't plan things too much, um, even beginning with their marriage and how I mean their engagement, and it was a six month engagement. They just wanted to get married and get started. But that theme seemed to continue throughout their marriage. Um, their first child coming when they were two years in, not planned at all. And after that, every two years, it seems God delivered another child to them. Um, so Trish had made the comment that when you uh, overly plan, as she would refer to it, that sometimes you put all the obstacles in place that may prevent you from moving forward. And I thought, wow, isn't that a paradox? I mean, we often plan so that we feel we can move forward properly. But actually, in reality, over-planning can sometimes get in our own way. And for me personally, I realize at those stages, I end up relying too much on myself um, than letting God work in that space. So, yeah, I thought it was a really great point she had raised. Yeah, I mean, when she said it, I said, boy, that is such a great point. Especially, I think, for someone like me, who comes from a different culture, you know, I, when I came here and I saw how Americans love to have all the ducks in a row. Like, for example, when I talk to couples, they're going to have children, oh, we have to everything planned. But what I tell my couples is, listen, I mean, life is a gift. I mean, there are people who can't get pregnant, but God gives you the gift. Just open your hands and receive the gift. Um, 
you know, because I think as Americans, we are used to trying to pretend we have control over everything. We don't have control. Right. See? Right. Um, it's not only that, you know, we, we focus on the obstacles and the challenges, but I think we don't give enough room for the Holy Spirit, exactly. for divine providence. Exactly. You see? Do you know that Mother Teresa never had a development person, somebody to raise funds for her? Money just poured in. She had more money than she needed because she trusted in divine providence. Don right. Bosco, the great Italian saint, you know, he took in these boys who were on the streets and he took care of them. He had no much money. And he, when he would receive the mail, I mean, this is told in his uh, biography, you know, on the top of the mail would be, you know, bills from the baker or grocer or somebody else. And then beneath it, he will have checks that would exactly cover the amount that he had to pay, you know? And Don Bosco starts to build a church in, in Turin um, to our blessed mother. He had a few leeway in his hand, but he built it, trusting in Mary. You know, I think sometimes we, we do not trust enough. I think it drew of even the church here. We, we think that we need to plan it. And, and the same thing, you know, sometimes I think couples have this problem that, oh, you know, um, I, will I be a good parent? I tell them, you know, the children that you have are not your children, they're God's children. <laughs> he looked at the whole universe and decided that the two of you are the best suited to take care of his children. So he sent them to you. So he already given you a word of confidence. So don't question yourself. Teach them how to love this God, love those children, and things will work out. No, so to have a little more trust and less control. Yes, yes. I remember when I first started my job outside of um, the university, and I was recently married, and there was one woman who was pregnant at, at work, and then another woman got pregnant, and then they looked to me and said, Sandy, you know, it happens in threes. And I said to, to my supervisor at the time, I said, oh, no, 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 I'm not ready for that yet, you know, and she looked at me, and I'll never forget her comment. She said, if you wait till you're ready, you're never going to have children. And it stuck with me. It's so true. Um, we think we need to get everything in order, have our house all ready to go uh, before that can happen. But there will always be more preparation we can do. Um, and that's what was so nice about uh, Trish and Dan. They were talking about how they didn't have a whole lot of money when they were first getting right. um, started. And they said, but you know what? We didn't worry about that. We had faith in each other. And I thought, what a beautiful thing. They had that faith in each other that come what may, They'll be able to figure it out together and they move forward and are a wonderful witness for us today huh i know and uh, you know and that was also beautiful when dan said he, he was in real estate at the first job and when he sold the first house he took that money and bought the ring and bought the ring I mean, just imagine yeah. i mean you're just uh, so many people say oh i need to make this much money i need to have a house then i'll get married then i'll have children you know i agree that we don't want to be foolhardy, but at the same time, we don't want to plan too much. Right, exactly. I mean, I have a couple that I married a few years ago in St. Paul of the Cross. They got pregnant on their honeymoon. You know, how soon can you, you know? And uh, they are happy. They have now two or three children now. They're, they're, they're doing great. Yeah. God works in mysterious ways. And one thing I've learned consistently, his ways are far better than anything I dream of. Oh, 
<laughs> you know, that wisdom comes, I think, only with years, with age. True. True. When we are young, we think differently. Hopefully, right. I mean, I'm getting old and I'm old, you know. Uh, I, I look back and, you know, especially now at my stage in life, you know, what do I plan? I can't plan anything. I just say, that's why when people ask me, oh, will you do a wedding in two years? You know, I say yes, but I don't know if I'll be around. You know what the Lord has planned? I don't know. I got I to gotta think that. Right, right. And there's a freedom that comes with thinking that way. To some extent, yes. To some scared. extent. A little bit of fear, too. <laughs> So let's uh, move on to the uh, the one other point that I'd like to bring up. Were you going to go somewhere, Father Brito? No, no, go. That's what I oh. was also. I'm sure yes. we are on the same point. Yeah. Do we want to talk about discipline? That's yeah, a please. favorite a favorite topic for us humans, right? This discipline. Um, on one hand, we just spoke about this freedom, but then um, now we're going to uh, the topic of discipline, which Trish had also raised as being an important part of of their marriage, especially when it came to raising the children, how important it was to have discipline. And with that, she had talked about the importance of sticking to your values, even though this world, as we see more and more these days, seems very contrarian to the things that we value and hold up as important. Um, it's all the more important that within our family units, we stick to that and we don't compromise. So she had said that that had served them very well in their marriage, and I'd like to encourage people to have the boldness to continue to stick to those um, principles that they right. believe in. Right. right. You know, um, you I might have told you this sometime. Um, my fa One of my favorite books is A Road Less Traveled oh. by Scott Peck. Scott Peck, yes. An old book that was on the New York Times bestseller list for years, not for just for weeks. You know, how does that book start? It starts with this sentence, life is difficult. Ah. And then he says, one of the tools to handle this difficult life, he says, discipline. Mm. Discipline is the tool. And the word discipline comes from the Latin, discere, means to learn. Mm. And who are the biggest teachers to the children are the parents. Right. And, and, and uh, if you read the book of Proverbs, same thing. No, that you use the rod, you know, that is like my father used the cane on me. No, now looking back, I said he did well because he shaped me. Not yeah. that I'm promoting physical punishment, but in certain cultures that is accepted, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so the, the question of discipline is drawing some boundaries for our children. Mm -hmm. See, especially when they are teenagers, they don't want you to give them boundaries, but at the same time, they want you to give boundaries. You know, when I when I talk to young people, teenagers or high school kids, and they will come and complain about parents, and I'll say, do you want your parents not to give you any rules? No, no, no. I want them to. Mm, but at the same that. time, I don't like it. Of course. You know, it's, of course. it's kind of an ambivalence, but, but they need that. Yes. Because sometimes I think parents want to be the friends of their children. Exactly. exactly. You're a parent. Yeah. You're not. I mean, someday when they grow up, they will become your friends. It's different. Exactly. The relationship changes. But There's now, when they're growing up, they need you to draw yes. the boundaries. Yes. Here is where, which you don't cross, you know? I definitely could not agree more, Father Brito. And I think we're coming to the end of our show here. So, Oh, boy. See how yes, fast the time goes it away. It goes so fast. But why don't we plan on closing with a prayer for marriage and family? Yes. I okay. think, you know, we are in an election year. I also would like to pray that this country will elect leaders who listen to the voice of God. I think we are going Amen. in the wrong direction. Amen. You know, I think we're going to the, what do you, least common denominator. 
<laughs> and that is not good for you know. So let's yes. let's so pray let's, for our families. Yes, let's and, pray for the the future of our leaders and our nation. And within that, it comes down to the family unit, right? That's what makes this nation ultimately what it is. So we'll pray for those those families. Um, in the words that Pope John Paul II had written, Lord God, from you every family in heaven and on earth takes its name. Father, you are love and life. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, born of woman, and through the Holy Spirit, fountain of divine charity, grant that every family on earth may become for each successive generation a true shrine of life and love. Grant that your grace may guide the thoughts and actions of husbands and wives for the good of their families and of all the families in the world. Grant that the young may find in the family solid support for their human dignity and for their growth in truth and love. Grant that love, strengthened by the grace of the sacrament of marriage, may prove mightier than all the weakness and trials through which our families sometimes pass. Through the intercession of the Holy Family of Nazareth, Grant that the church may fruitfully carry out her worldwide mission in the family and through the family. Through Christ our Lord, who is the way, the truth, and the life, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. God bless all our families, all our couples, and we will see you in a month. Sounds great. Get out there and enjoy these beautiful fall colors, everybody. Yes. God bless you. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.